So let's talk about the upcoming Pluto retrograde. This video is recorded on April 28th, so we are three days out. Uh, the Pluto retrograde will begin on May 1st, and it will last until October 11th. Sorry, October 10th. On June 11th, Pluto will change signs. Right now it is in zero degrees of Aquarius, and it will retrograde back into Capricorn on the 11th of June to what I call finish unfinished business. Before we go deeper into this, let's just uh, establish what Pluto is and the way I um, look at Pluto in astrology. I consider Pluto to be the soul's highest potential, the soul fullest potential, the soul's um, maximum potential in not just this lifetime, but in general in any lifetime. How far we get in this lifetime um, needs to be seen. It depends on a lot of different things. It depends on our outlook, right? It depends on uh, where we are at consciously. It um, depends on our will as well, because yes, we do have free will. We also, you know, when we have this discussion about free will, like, do we have free will? Do we not? Is everything like laid out for us? Um, the way where, where I stand with this is like, yes, we do definitely have free will. But there's also within that, right? There is a karmic path for us. When the soul um, establishes itself in human form, right? In the human body. And we could, you know, we can look at it from the perspective of this, the soul uh, is literally everywhere. There is not like, you know, it's not like just a little seed within you. It is in your aura. It's, it, it's, it's part of you, right? We can't define it to a certain point in you, like in your heart or in your, it is, it is um, part of you. It's in your DNA, so the soul originates and it, it, it comes with um, already, let's call it established energetics, right? That are already there, that make us unique, right? We, you know, we can have five siblings in our family and we cannot be all different, even though we come from the same family. We've been uh, raised uh, a certain way. We've all been raised by the same mother, the same father. But we still end up differently. Um, you know, I see this with my siblings, with my sister. Um, how we, yes, we, you know, there are certain um, things that we have in common uh, when we look at the way we've been raised and we, like, we agree on, yeah, mom did this, dad did that. And when I say this, there's no blame here, right? This is, I'm not saying this from a victim narrative. I'm just saying this from like, you know, our parents raised us the way they raised us. And we agree on a lot of things with my sister, but we are completely different personalities. And that's what really, um, where, where soul comes in, right? There's soul and then there's all that conditioning around soul. And the Pluto energy comes in in form of the full potential that the soul can experience, right? That the soul has to 
experience. And by has to, I don't mean it has to experience it, but it is there for the soul to experience. So is everyone going to live their full potential, their full soul potential on this planet? Well, certainly not. I mean, I would, um, I mean, I would, I don't want to lean in too much, but I would say, but probably most people won't, right? It all depends on our uh, own individual, individual consciousness, where we are at, right? Where we are at um, when it comes to the development of our consciousness, the understanding of uh, ourselves. And there are so many layers to this. And if you're interested in, in this, I would recommend um, um, a book called uh, Power Versus Force. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful book to start understanding. It's not necessarily about Pluto. Actually, it's not about Pluto at all. But it, is, um, it helps you understand energetics. Um, and the energies of emotions and how that then relates to our conscious um, development, how conscious we are, where we are at in this lifetime, you know, going from victim, victim narrative to like taking charge of your life. And um, this book is by David R. Hawkins, and he wrote a lot of, uh, a lot of different books about this. Um, I'm currently reading Healing and Recovery, be beautiful. And most of his books, they kind of repeat itself. But I find that beautiful because it just allows you to um, soak up what is said um, in, a, in a, yeah, in a deeper way. So, but let's get back to Pluto and uh, Pluto's uh, journey or our Pluto journey or our journey with Pluto or with Pluto energy because we have to always remember right every planet when we talk about planet as this planet does this and this planet does that and this planet stands for this we are really just talking about energetics here and the Pluto energy is the energy of death and rebirth right we are going through stages and with every stage we up level and sometimes we just like you know stir the soup and we just go like the merry-go-round, just go around, go around, go around, because it takes us a little longer to integrate a lesson. Um, and I'm, I actually really enjoy a Pluto retrograde. <laughs> Maybe I should not use the word enjoy, because that probably doesn't describe it probably, but I, um, I see the value. I see the value in every retrograde, but with Pluto, it's like we, we can go so, so deep with Pluto. And this Pluto retrograde will take us particularly deep because of the square to the nodes. And the square to the nodes is not as apparent yet. Um, the, the retrograde, the Pluto retrograde will start on, on May 1st. And it will start in zero degree of Aquarius. The nodes are currently in four degrees of, um, well, Taurus and Scorpio. So the, the square is not as, um, as apparent. There's like, you know, we're three degrees out. They are in each other's aura already, right? So the squares, it's, it's an approaching square. 
but with this retrograde, Pluto is going to move away, but then the nodes will follow because the nodes move retrograde. It's, um, it's a natural, like the, the, the nodes, are, they don't move forward. They always, they are always in retrograde, basically. Um, they, they move in reverse. So we are getting closer to that square. And I will explain in a minute what that square is going to be all about. Um, the closer we get to the middle of summer. So around June 15th, sorry, not June, July 15th, July 20th, that's when the nodes are in an exact square with Pluto in 29 degrees of Capricorn. And what have we learned? Um, I mean, I don't know if you've been following me, you've learned that 29 degrees is the anoretic degree. And it's a very, mm, it's a very special degree. It's the last degree of each zodiac sign. And it's the, that it's the, it's the final curtain call. It's the end of endings. So when we have a square that is already very intense and aggravating and tense and difficult to deal with, when we have it in 29 degrees, we learn that something needs to be released. And I like to word, like the word release better than the word death, uh, because death is always, um, when we hear that word, we're, we're connecting it to like the physical death. But um, obviously, death doesn't have to be physical per se, right? Something uh, can die within us because we don't need it anymore because it has become redundant and we now just need to release it so we can start fresh, aka be reborn. And so let's look at this uh, square a little deeper. We have the nodes in 29 degrees of Aries and Libra. So the north node is in 29 degrees of Aries, the south node is in 29 degrees of Libra. And then we have that square to Pluto in Capricorn. So what do we have here? We have air, we have fire, and we have earth. So Pluto in an earth sign wants to unearth, right? He wants, wants to unearth, that's an unearthing energy. Something needs to be unearthed in our lives. And when it comes to the nodes, Aries and Libra, Aries is, um, it's, it's the first sign of the zodiac. It's the beginning. It's, um, it's um, initiating. It's an initiating energy. And it's a me energy, right? It's me, 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 me. It's I, what can I do, right? I do this in this world. It's me. And then we have Libra on the other side. It's like, no, wait a minute. We have to look at it in a more, um, in a more quote-unquote balanced way. I, like, I prefer the word harmonious. Um, how do we, how does that, how does my action affect the other? So my action is like fiery. I want to go, I want to go out there. I want to do things. And then, um, the, the South node in Libra, uh, is air energy. And it's more like, um, it is much lighter. It can fuel fire, right? Air fuels fire. But at the same time, it, it is also, because Libra is opposing Aries, it's, it's saying, okay, how can I reduce the me 
to make life more harmonious for me and everyone else around me. And then Pluto comes in with its earthiness and says, okay, you two are all about the initiation of something and then um, the understanding that from the place of initiation, we, ne we then need to look at how do we make this, um, how do we expand this for all of us? How do we expand this and make this harmonious for all of us? But I want to make sure that you understand that you are actually going the right direction, that you're going the right direction on this planet, on this earth. So Pluto come in, comes in and says, well, the North Node that wants to just go, 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 go. The South Node that is kind of like holding back a little. It's like, mom, do I fuel the fire? Do I not fuel the fire? Um, what I need to, you know, it's like, it's almost like it's the more grown up energy because it's been established. But in order to add something new, something within that establishment needs to be released. And Pluto is here to help, <laughs> to assist with that release. Um, it is going to help the Aries North Node to not go overboard because that's Aries likes to do that because it runs fast and often it runs into the wall. And Pluto in this case is the wall. And the wall is here to show the North Node that, okay, is that the right path? Is that the path you want to, to lead? Or do you have to hold on for a minute and just, you know, summon your energies and see if, if check in with yourself and see if this is the right direction, right? And uh, unfortunately, Pluto doesn't do that in the most gentle way. That square will... It will make us feel like we we really have nowhere to go. We are. It will. It will confuse us, but not like Neptune confuses us. It will um, confuse us in a very, very deep, fundamental way, where we are like we had one worldview. We thought the world is like this. We've been told the world is like this, so we've we've lived um, um, according to it. And all of a sudden we see, oh, what is going on? The world is actually not like we thought it is. The world is completely different. The world is seemingly going mad now. Um, we, we also have to remember that the North Node is ruled by Mars, right? The North Node now in Aries is ruled by Mars for the next two and a half years. So the South Node is ruled by Venus, so we have the two lovers ruling the notes. And then we have Pluto saying, is this the right love for you? Where are you going, lovers? Where are you going together? Are you going somewhere together? Or is, Pluto, is, is Mars um, trying to be too egoistic and just wants it his way? 
Pluto's really going to teach Mars a lesson. It will also teach Venus a lesson. It will teach both a lesson in different ways. It will tell, it will teach Mars that it's not just about you, even if you like it to be just about you. And it will tell Venus to not be too trusting in what's out there. It will show Venus that the trust needs to be within. And Venus will learn that in a really, really, really hard way. And when we look at relationships, um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, yes, Venus represents the feminine, but it represents the feminine in men as well. So we will all learn that lesson where it's like we need to trust what's within because we always, we always know what's within. But the shiny outer world tells us often a different story and we want to just buy into that. It seems to be uh, very appealing to buy into that. But the trust is within. And that's really what Pluto is going to teach us in all kinds of ways, in relationships, but also when it comes to... Um, the way we live in society, as a society, as a country, as a world. So this summer will be a summer that we will all remember. It will be a very, um, it will be a groundbreaking summer for us. And yes, if you are obviously in the Southern Hemisphere, then it is going to be a winter for you. Um, but that square will shift us. And I'm not saying this lightly. I, I believe this square, um, and it will, the square will last for at least three, four months. Um, so we will be in it. It's not going to be a one or two day occurrence. We will be in it and we will, we will feel like we are in an, in a, in a constant earth quake. The earth is seemingly breaking apart. And obviously I'm saying this in a, in a, in a figurative way. I mean, can we have earthquakes? Of, of course, <laughs> that, that is, it's, it's always an option, right? Uh, but I'm, what I'm here, what I'm saying here is um, this unearthing will be seen in society there will be a major unearthing. There will be revelations that make our eyes and ears just, just go, I don't know what word I want to use here, crazy. Like we will think, we, we will not believe our eyes and ears. Um, but also when it comes to very personal, our very personal inner experience, there's an unearthing and I think that's the, the most important and the most beautiful part here. The chance to open up to, to, to Pluto's potential, right? Opening up to that potential. And I believe many, 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 many more people will open up to their potential during this time. The lesson here is, like I said before, trusting yourself first. Trusting your inner experience. And to do that, we have to do our inner work. And that work is 
more often than not, not pretty. It's not pretty. It's doesn't. It's not beautiful. It's not. It's not beautiful in the moment. But once we work through it, once we work through the emotions, the feelings, the the pain, the suffering, we realize the beauty in it. It's like a flower. Um, you know, we plant the seed, and then the seed is trying to get through earth, and it's difficult. That process is difficult. Or we you know you you compare it to the birth, birth. You know the baby going through the birth canal. It's, I mean, it's rough. <laughs> it is. Um, it's tight. It's. It's not. You know the most beautiful experience in in form of like it's not like lying on the beautiful beach looking at the sea and you know. Just seeing the palm trees like move in the wind. No, that that's that's not a Pluto experience. That's more like a Venus Jupiter experience. But that's not ex an experience that we will necessarily have this summer. I'm not saying you're not going to have good moments this summer. Of course you will. Of course, you know I'm not going to paint it all black here. What I'm trying to say is that the potential in the struggle this summer. In the coming few months, is enormous, and I invite you to look to to just if you can change your perspective on the struggle that you're in. And you may say, "Well, I've been in constant struggle since you know, twenty twenty. I hear you. I've been there with you." Um, but I think this one is is it's it's another. It's another layer. It's another layer that uh, will be added, and by added, I mean another layer that we have a chance to take off because we've been taking off a lot of layers in the past uh, three years. So the layer that we have the chance to take off is is going to is a tricky one. It's a heavy one. It's a very dense one. But once we've got through that layer. We will, and I'm not saying the, the the world is all of a sudden gonna look all bright and sunny, but you will be able to look at what is laid out in front of you from a different perspective because your inner vision changed, and that's really um, what I want to leave you with, and and the understanding I want to leave you with. This Pluto retrograde will change your inner vision. Your inner vision of yourself and of the world, and yes, every Pluto retrograde does that in in a way, right? But this one is it has the karmic layer added because the nodes, the direction, right? The dire our direction in life is um, is part of it, and um, I'm not going to go into this too deeply here. But if you want to look at your notes, the notes in your chart where they're at and how they connect to this Pluto retrograde and to the current um, uh, nodal um, transit, then it will that will give you um, an even deeper understanding of what this is going to be about for you personally. And yes, of course, also look at you know what planets, what natal planets are involved in this retrograde for you you know you may have like a 
um, a, a, a natal planet in 29 degrees of Capricorn or, or zero degree of Aquarius or 29 degrees of um, Cancer or, you know, so if, if, uh, if you have that, if you have like a, let's say you have a, the sun in 29 degrees of Cancer, Libra, or um, what do we have, um, Capricorn or Aries, then, oh yes, of course, this unearthing will be felt much, much deeper. You know, you will feel this much deeper. Also, if Venus is there, if Mars is there, if even if Mercury is there, and yes, if the Moon is there, if you have your natal Moon in this um, in 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 the in these areas, you know that Pluto retrograde is going to affect you um, on a deeper level. But again, remember, this is not a death sentence. Um, this is not something we need to look forward with concern or worry or fear. This is something to look forward with. Um, yeah, here I say it, excitement, because this is a chance for us to grow and evolve um, and get closer to, like I said, our full potential. So I wish you a beautiful Pluto retrograde um, with everything that this entails. I wish you a beautiful summer or winter if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And um, I will talk to you soon.